Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 49 of the Neuro Experience Podcast. I'm Louise Nicola. I am your host. And today, of all days, I'm so excited to tell you uh, where I'm recording from. I'm recording and coming to you from the Everlast headquarters here in New York City in Times Square. Um, oh, guys, I just, this is a massive thing for neuroathletics. This is a massive thing for the Diamond Boss. This is a massive thing for everybody who's listening because now I actually have a studio where I can record all of my podcasts. I can have up to two guests. There's, um, or maybe three guests actually. It's something I have been waiting for for a very long time. And I don't know if a lot of you know Everlast, the brand, but they are a fighting brand. They've been around for so many years. I remember I used to wear Everlast and I was introduced into their products and into the brand about 15 years ago now and I loved it I got into boxing back then and now to be in their headquarters recording from their um from their podcasting studio is just something that I could never have dreamed of so guys this is the first I want you to um raise your glasses or raise your phones or whatever it is you're listening to um wherever it is that you are I want you to raise whatever you have um to the future because this is um Today, we're going to make history. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Neuro Experience. I am your host, Louisa Nicola. I am a mathematician, former Australian triathlete, and neuro performance coach. I am your brain coach. I know what it takes to succeed at the highest levels, and I'm here to show you how to get from where you are to where you want to be. This show is designed to teach you scientific mental strategies that you can use and implement to get results fast. So expect to be fearless, take notes, and take action. Okay, guys, let's get into the episode. Now, I'm going to do things a little differently now. We're going to work more on speed so I can be delivering you content in bite-sized chunks of information so you can get in the car in the mornings or you can get on the road, start running, whatever it is that you do when you listen to a podcast and listen to a, a bit of a nugget of information that you can take with you for your day. So I'm going to keep them short. I'm going to keep them content rich. And I'm going to keep them sweet. So let's get into the episode, quieting your mind and getting tunnel vision. Puff Daddy himself says, leveling up takes isolation, separation, and extreme focus. And this really resonated with me because, guys, when we want to achieve something great, we need to get tunnel vision and we need to get absolutely clear and focused and have a bulletproof mind. And how do we do that? It all starts with quietening the mind, you know, decluttering all of the mess that is happening within your head. Now, Aside from daily meditation, I keep my mind quiet by following four simple practices that I'm going to speak to you about today. Number one, mental observations. I try to remain present at all times and cultivate the art of observation without judgment. Now, when you're trying to, you know, when you're in your head and you're judging situations and you're judging other people, your mind tends to get messy and you tend to overthink a lot of things and you start focusing and putting energy on other people and other things rather than the thing that you need to be putting energy on. So the first simple step that you can be doing to get clear, to get focused, to quietening your mind is observing what's happening in in your mind. You know, when I observe a thought that you know, that doesn't align with my essence, I smile and whisper, oh, that was interesting. And I use those words as recognition that I've observed a thought or internal voice that is not, you know, acquainted with my higher energy. So I then, once I accept it, I then let it float away without judgment. 
So let's not get into the habit of when we have a negative thought, let's not get into the habit of dwelling on it. Let's get into the habit of accepting it and then letting it float away because we, you know, we're human beings. We, there is things that happen to us in our environment, at work, at home. And so it's only natural to get um, wandering thoughts in your heads, wandering thoughts of negativity, but we need to be able to combat it and let it go freely without judgment in order to get a clear and happy mind. Step number two, gratitude and self-love. So everybody is human, everybody makes mistakes and everybody can mess up, okay? So nobody is Buddha, you're just who you are and you should love every single part of of, of every single particle of yourself. Now, that may seem triv- trivial, but you'd be surprised how often the ego uses self-loathing as a means to stay in control. Now, when you have this in-control um, mentality or a syndrome, as I like to call it, you always think that you can be doing better when in actual fact, you're doing the best that you can. So how do we do this? So practicing self-love is really accepting who you are. Okay, accepting who you are for all the flaws that you have, accepting who you are when you wake up in the morning, even if you sleep past your alarm, not um, not cluttering your mind and not cluttering your brain with thoughts of, I'm an idiot, I slept in, oh my gosh. Um, you've got to really just be okay with your day-to-day self because when you're okay with your day-to-day self and when you practice self-love and gratitude, you, you're happier. Okay, and when you're happier and more content, and um, you, you're going to have a more free mind, and that's what this is about. We want to free our mind. We want to declutter our thoughts. And step number two is by practicing daily gratitude and daily self-love and daily acceptance. Step number three: slowing activities down. Now. You may think that um, you need to go fast in order to achieve something, but what happens when we go really fast and we don't have the techniques, you know, to actually go fast? It's like when you want to go and sprint uh, 500 metres or, or 300 metres, but you don't really have the right technique to sprint and your um, cardiovascular system isn't equipped to that short, sharp sprints. What happens? You end up breaking down. You'll, it ends up causing injury. Um, you end up more fatigued than... Um, you know, than what you're used, you know, what you're generally used to. So we need to get into the habit of slowing everything down. Okay. And I do this consciously. I slow my activities down on my day to day. I mean, I work very fast and I'm, I'm all about speed, but when I slow things down, I have time to harness my thoughts. And when I have time to harness my thoughts, I have time to really understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, when you're always on the go, when you wake up and you're on the go, you tend to have so much going on in your mind that your mind actually basically just says, no, stuff this. I'm just going to keep doing what I have to do without being even conscious. So you become unconscious when you've got too much going on. So slowing. So step number three is all about slowing down, slowing down your activities, slowing down your thoughts. And if you do find yourself having so many thoughts or doing so many things and having so many activities on during the day from work, you know, waking up to work, to kids, to um, emailing to clients, to whatever it is that you have to do, just try and breathe through the process, focus on the process and focus on what you're actually doing in the present moment, because that's when you're going to achieve better results. When you slow things down and you become present, that's when you'll achieve 
um, better results. And you'll actually find that you'll achieve your results faster than if you're going at a fast, rapid pace. Last but not least, switching off. So I take at least, before I go to sleep, okay, before my head hits the pillow, I take at least an hour to prime my brain. And if you've listened to the um, episodes that I've had before this, I take at least an hour to prime my brain for sleep because I'm not interested in quantity of sleep. I'm interested in quality. And if you are somebody who wakes up in the morning from a nine-hour sleep or an eight-hour sleep and you still got brain fog and you're feeling lethargic, then taking an hour to really de-stress um, before you go to sleep, that means switching off your phone, um, not being, you know, not having anything to eat, not having any caffeine, obviously, um, maybe having some tea, some soothing tea, having a warm bath, having magnesium, really priming your brain and getting it ready for sleep. You'll find that if you do this, you'll wake up feeling refreshed, you'll have more mental clarity, and you'll have less clutter happening in your head. So, guys, that is the four tips that I have for you for having peace of mind so you can be achieving better results. Because remember, when you have a decluttered mind, when your mind is decluttered and you've quietened your mind, you can then refocus, realign, get more acquainted with your goals and achieve better results. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Louisa Nicola. I greatly appreciate your time. If you could go through, please, and rate this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. Have a fantastic day.